The following is a sponsored program on 100.7 FM, WHIN 1010 AM. The views, information, or opinions expressed during this program are solely those of the individuals or participants involved and do not necessarily represent those of Braden Madison Broadcasting or its employees. 100.7 FM, WHIN 1010 AM presents Sumner County Spotlight, a weekly public affairs program each Sunday morning at 10 AM. Sumner County Spotlight is brought to you exclusively by FNM Bank, 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville. FNM Bank offers personal banking, business banking, and mortgage loans too. FNM Bank is one of the top independent banks in Tennessee. Member FDIC, equal housing lender, MMLS number 518158. Here's your host for Sumner County Spotlight. Jeff Shannon. Well, welcome in this Sunday morning. This is Jeff Shannon. And hey, you know, it's always good to have you here because we have this Sumner County Spotlight that we air each and every Sunday morning at 10 o'clock. And then you'll also hear the replay on our podcast page each Monday morning at whinradio.com. You can just check for Sumner County Spotlight and there it will be. So this morning we decided we need to find out about Grace Place Ministries and Denise Van Cleve. She's the founder and director of this great organization. I have to tell you, it, it's an eye-opener. When I started seeing everything that you all do, it, was, it, it just kind of blew me away. And so it, it, it's great that you've come up with this, this concept. So introduce yourself, tell us about yourself, and what is Grace Place Ministries? Yes, great. And thank you so much for having me on today. I love to talk about Grace Place. <laughs> um, as a founder and executive director, it is truly a huge passion and calling on my life that I get excited to talk about with anybody who will listen. There you go. So Grace Place is a long-term life recovery program. We have a home um, for single mothers and their children who are experiencing homelessness to come to and work through a program that is specifically designed to help them eliminate all the barriers and risks for homelessness that they enter our program with. And so throughout their stay, they're going to tackle things on a foundational level. And that can be something as simple as getting copies of their birth certificates and social security cards, um, any necessary documentation that they should have that they've just lost track of because they've been displaced all the way to making sure that they have physical exams and dental exams. And we make sure that if any of them are in need of any kind of mental health support, we make sure that they have access to those resources um, either in-house or through collaborations in the community. We have a ton of community partners who help us accomplish this mission. So yeah, it's really exciting to see how much it's grown over We're in our seventh operating year, and there's a long list of people who are helping now. So that's really fun and eager to help in any way that they can. We really do live in one of the most incredibly generous and just resource. I mean, there's so much in our community um, if you ask the right questions and you know who to turn to. So through collaborations and then the the program that we offer... Once they've got their solid foundation built, which means they've also applied for food assistance at first and child care assistance. We make sure they get health insurance. We make sure that we do a needs assessment on what the rest of their journey through our program needs to look like Mm -hmm. because it's different for every mom who comes in. Homelessness covers a huge, um, it's a huge umbrella that covers a lot of different life experiences. So we want to make sure that we help each mom with what they specifically need, but also what they want to do with life. We want to make sure that um, we are able to support what they're goals are. Mm -hmm. So once we've worked on all the foundational stuff, we call that our foundational family wellness part of our program. And that's for the mothers and children. We're going to move into the part of our program that helps them work on any kind of emotional healing that might be necessary. Uh, We're a trauma informed organization. So 
what that basically means is that we affirm that there has been a lot of traumatic events that have been reoccurring usually in our family's lives, um, in our mother's lives, usually since their childhood. There's a lot of stuff that they've experienced and had to endure in life, but also our children. So safety is a huge part of what we protect for our families at Grace Place. Um, So when they come to your program, they can feel totally safe and comfortable being there. Yes, and that is a huge part of the first eight to 12 weeks that they're with us is building those relationships, helping the moms. You know, they have been through so much usually by the time they end up in a place in life where they need to apply to get into a program like Grace Place. So at first we want them to be able to, again, work on that foundation, but also we have emotional healing curriculum that we walk through with them and we have collaborations for any kind of counseling in the community for professional counseling. We want to encourage them in that path just to make sure that they've had the opportunity to slow down, uh, stop living in survival mode, which is having to make decisions constantly just for that day and help them reprogram, for lack of better words, just their mindset on um, changing from those impulsive decisions and survival-based decisions to longer-term decisions. And we want to help bridge that gap for them. And this, it, there's no charge to, to them when they come into the program. There is no charge to be at Grace Place. Other than successfully complete the program. Yes. <laughs> While we do say, you know, we are, we, there's no charge for a mother to come through the program. Yeah. There is a very high standard and expectation Absolutely. for their program engagement and to make sure they're making the most out of the opportunity. So if you run into a situation where you're you're trying and trying it, and it's obviously that they're not that involved and they're, they're it doesn't appear that they really want to go through the program. Does it come to a point where you have to have a heart-to-heart and say, okay, this is how it is. Either do this or have a nice day. Yeah, and I think that has a lot to do with your process for admitting, like enrolling a family. You have to make sure that you clearly communicate that expectation in the beginning so that way when they're agreeing to come and be a part of the organization. It's just not a free ride. Yes, they're aware of what the expectation is and what the standard is. We always say at Grace Place that we are not going to work harder for your life than you're willing to work for it. And so when we see that that balance is, well, not very balanced, (laughs) those are hard conversations that we have have to have because our program is not for a mom who is okay with depending on other people and it's not for the mom who is okay with depending on the government either right now there you know our families definitely are hundreds of percent below the poverty threshold so they do need government assistance you know when they start out with us and even after they graduate for a a time frame they're going to need to let their income grow at a rate that can handle losing benefits before that actually becomes detrimental and not as helpful so, so you had uh, like graduates i mean i guess move on you know places like habitat for humanity i mean they're doing such a great job over there with creating housing for a lot of the homeless people and the low-income people yeah, so yes, Habitat for Humanity is, um, they are wonderful. We actually have one of our graduates who graduated four years ago, mm-hmm. now works for Habitat for Humanity in Sumner okay. County. Nice. Um, so nice. she's doing amazing. They are building housing for um, lower to middle income, um, and it's for them to have a mortgage that's interest-free. Yeah. So there's that's for you, my girl, Kate Ritchie, if you're out there <laughs> listening. <laughs> yeah, she was a lot um, of fun. Yes, yes, time. I love Kate, and I love what they're doing. Yeah, so let me ask you this so at any given time how many i don't know what you would call them residents or clients yeah. are, are in the program 
So we have a capacity where we can serve in our current home. We can serve five families at a time. And we have three graduate apartments that we have available to with a contract that we have with a local apartment complex. So when our families are ready and they're finished our program, but affordable housing has been more difficult to secure for whatever reason, they can transition into one of those apartments if we have an opening and they can actually live there paying an affordable rate of rent building a positive renter's history and then they have a year buffer to either come up on a waiting list for a more affordable permanent place to live or by the time that year ends several of our moms have grown their income so much that they're able to stay in that apartment and just pay market rate now do you accept the 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 moms that they might have multiple children i mean not just like one yes some of them might have four or five (laughs) yes you can accommodate that as well yes so we have the bedrooms all of the the families have their own private bedroom at grace place but community living is the model for kitchens and and living rooms and we have children rooms for that type of access it is community living so the bedrooms are set up in the home you know some are smaller than others so they're built for okay this mom might have one child she's going to be in this room if she has two or three this is the ideal room for Uh her and so that is one of the things that can be interesting because we might have a smaller family based on the size of all of our families that's in a bigger room but if we have a mom who applies that has more children we might have to move them, yeah. the families yeah. around to be able to accommodate now, yeah. i think you mentioned this how long is it, would a person be in the program from beginning to end i know it's different probably each case yes. is different in rare cases we do have a mom who comes in with a full-time job with a great income and she actually has transportation as well so that mom for her it's really four to six months that is very rare the typical family upwards of 80 (laughs) percent of our families come into the program without employment and without transportation and then on top of that transportation their lack of transportation might be wrapped up in not having a legal driver's license so all of our families do have to be law-abiding citizens (laughs) while they're at grace place so that is a big part that's one section of our program they focus on any kind of legal things that might be in their background or um, probation or anything that needs to be in good standing and paid off so they can get a driver's license again so not get their own car yeah so i mean if they come in and they're homeless uh how would they they find you i mean if they of course they don't have probably don't have a phone they don't have anything no internet (laughs) don't have an internet these days it's like you're in a bubble you can't see anything yeah so real quick i want to finish answering just the families that don't have employment or transportation when they come in you're looking at usually a year and a half Okay. is what it's going to take to help get that family to now a you place could get where them, they can be. You could get them transportation to go to like doctor's appointments and things of that nature. Yes, we okay. have a full-time, seven days a week transportation service oh, at Grace Place. Wow. Because we have to. Yeah. Because when 80% of your you know population that you're serving comes in without transportation and you yeah. live in a county without public transportation. So mm-hmm. that, and it's one of the most expensive services we offer, but we have to have it. Um, sure. And fortunately, we get a grant that helps subsidize that cost. <laughs> but um, so yeah, those families will take about a year and a half but throughout the program they save up and buy a car with cash and don't have car payments when they leave because their budgets are so strained even when they complete our program um, that they just can't afford a car payment well i mean there's so much involved in this and i think a lot of people that haven't been in the situation couldn't imagine themselves being in a position where they have to 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 do this and, and need a safe place to go and it's not a shelter for domestic violence victims but you probably have individuals that come in that have been exposed to that. Yes. And again, we talked earlier about being a safe place to do it because nobody knows where it is and it's not a public thing. You don't want it all over the place so the other person cannot find them. Yeah. And so, but you, you have many cases that with domestic violence. 
Yes, domestic violence um, is definitely a common thread in the histories of our mothers. Um, The way that we handle domestic violence when they're like in that situation, if they're in imminent danger and they call Grace Place, then we're going to refer them to domestic violence shelters that we know of. Got it. Um, There's some in Davidson County. There's one here in um, Sumner County called Home Safe. If a domestic violence shelter tells that mother that they are not in imminent danger, and so they are not able to come to a domestic violence shelter. Okay. That is the moment that Grace Place says, okay, you can okay. come to Grace Place. Um, so it is. And, you know, being part of that trauma-informed organization, too, and having everything set up through that lens for how we do donations and donor visits if they want to come tour, all of that is set up to make sure that our families always feel safe. So that's why you have to call and schedule bringing a donation. Okay. Um, we're located, like our office is located on the same property as the home. Okay. And we don't ever want our mothers or our children to feel that sense of anxiety that they could be feeling when they see a car pull in and they yeah. don't know who it is. Yeah. So we're very protective of that. That's why everything is by appointment only. You have to call okay. the ministry phone number to schedule a donation or a tour. What's that number? It's 615-881-3900. Well, definitely, you got to write that down if you think that you might need it or know of somebody that would be in a situation where they would need your services. Yes. That's the number that they want to reach. And, uh, of course, you have a website as well. Yes. Let everybody know what that is. That is Grace Place Ministry Inc. .org. Oh, throw the ink in there. <laughs> I know, I know. Well, you know, when you're yeah. <laughs> looking for website addresses, that, uh, certain things aren't right? available, so it, you got to throw something in there to me. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. Yes. But yeah, 615-881-3976, and you can get more information uh, on that. So we are talking with Danaj Van Cleve. Now, she's the founder and director of Grace Place Ministries right here in Hendersonville. And we're going to find out more about some of the programs you're offering and also fundraising ideas and events that you might have coming up that we can help you promote that so and when we come back we'll be talking more with Denise van cleave right here on Sumner County Spotlight. FNM Bank presents Sumner County Spotlights. Since 1906, FNM Bank has been serving Middle Tennessee with first-class products and services. Visit them today at 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville or myfmbank.com. It's great to have you back here in Sumner County Spotlight. This is Jeff Shannon, and we've been speaking with Danaj Van Cleve, the founder and director of Grace Place Ministry right here in Hendersonville. You know, we got to talking, and, and you, you offer so many things. Let's talk about some of the programs that you offer to the folks that come in. Sure. So our families, we've already talked about the foundational stuff, but once they're done with that, then we have a focus on employment and our families will secure full-time employment and they do that by taking their time and accepting the right position, which just means it needs to be first shift Monday through Friday. Do you work with the job center? We do. We work with several different workforce type um, places within the community. Mm They have to do the first shift Monday through Friday because our moms have to have reliable childcare. And those are the hours that childcare facilities are open and available in Sumner County. So giving them time to find that right position that fits when they're gonna have reliable childcare is huge. It's one of the reasons why our program has been successful. Now, so if, if the mom has to work and the kids have to be at school, do you have, you have the transportation that will pick the kids up and bring them back and all? 
Well, they take the bus. Yeah. <laughs> they take yeah. the bus to and from school. Our okay. transportation program is more so that our younger kids who are pre-K and under can get to daycare. Got it. And our moms can get to work and back. Right. So okay. we rely on Sumner County uh, transportation <laughs> for our kiddos to get to and from school when we can. Um, and well, then you all thought this thing out pretty pretty cool. This is an interesting program. <laughs> hey, yeah. We have had to learn. <laughs> We're in our seventh operating year now, yeah. which is exciting. Um we just celebrate our six-year anniversary in July. So, yeah, we've had to figure out a lot of different things by just jumping in and, and doing this. Doing it, and yeah. so that's how we've learned. But then once they have employment, they're going to work on saving up and purchasing their own transportation, which we have a partnership with Christian Brothers Automotive. Anybody who wants to sell our moms a vehicle has to take the car to them, and yeah. they do a safety and mechanical inspection to make sure it's a good fit for what the seller is asking. And sure. so they get their own transportation with cash. And Matt does a great job over there. They have a great business. Yes. Well, Matt Rux is on yeah. our board of directors. Oh, oh, there you go. Uh, yeah, and he's... He, He's been on our board of directors now for almost two years, yeah. but before that, they were a huge collaborative partner for several years. So it was just such a given to ask him to serve on the yeah, board. Absolutely. Um, and so once they have their own transportation, they have usually gone through and fixed legal issues by then as well. So okay. that was the other piece uh, because now they have a, a legal driver's license. We have had some moms who didn't even have driver's licenses ever. And so we do know a private driving tutor who <laughs> we I have come show them how to drive and they get yeah. their driver's test and learn how to drive. And so so, um, you have legal counsel referral service as well. We have we refer to Legal Aid Society, okay. right. uh, which is compassionate counsel. Yes, basically, okay. and then we have a few just really good friends of Grace Place who I can call if we need to just for some advice on which path we should take yes. um, with the legal system when we need it. And so once they have transportation, then they're going to go into the part of our program that focuses on threatening debt. And we have a lot of incentives throughout the programs too, to help keep momentum going and to help the moms stay focused because mm-hmm. it's, it can be grueling. It's a lot. Sure. It's a lot. And community living is really hard too. So we want to make sure yeah. that we are keeping them encouraged and the momentum going really strong. So once they're in the threatening debt stage of the program, they're going to pay off any kind of debt that they have that is a threat to their wages or their income tax right. refund or being able to rent an apartment. So we're going to make sure that we pay off evictions. We're going to pay off any kind of, well, title loans that could come seize a vehicle if they chose to. Any kind of student loans that are in default, we want to make sure that they get set up on a payment plan. Um, It's very minimum, Mm -hmm. but they need coaching through that. They didn't know how low those payments could actually be to keep them safe from getting an income garnishment, wage garnishment or an income tax refund garnishment. So we make sure that they deal with that. And then utility debt. They can't get their electricity or water bill, you know, their water turned on if they have outstanding utility debt. So that's what we refer to as threatening debt. And in that stage of the program, the moms are able to get, they can be eligible for a debt match that the ministry has up to $500 a month. And so if they pay up $500 a month and they've just been great citizens and they've just been killing the program and just engaging at the level that um, we would hope that they would, then they get that match, which is awesome. It's a huge incentive for them during that stage. And their credit scores are going up on average 100 points. Mm -hmm through wow. that section. So that's really, really positive for them to be able to rent housing in the future. This is just amazing. And I think if anybody, hopefully they will not need your services, yes. but if they do come to a, a situation in life that's unpredicted, that they would have a place like this to go. I mean, it's... Yeah, we hate that we're needed yes. <laughs> in Sumner County. We can only serve, you know, on our current capacity, 12 to 15 families a year because mm-hmm. it is long-term. And so when you're getting 
anywhere from 150 to 200 applications a year. That's really tough. Wow. There's a huge need out there, um, which is why we are planning our expansion that we've been talking about. I was about. just going to ask you that. Yes. <laughs> yes. So we are still trying to secure our future campus. Uh, we need five acres. at least, of land here in Sumner County, where we're going to build 50 apartment units, and 10 of those units are going to be used for our current crisis stability program. But then the additional 40 units, we're hoping it will be additional 40, depending on where we end up. Can you get the, is this grant money or just donations or federal assistance, possibly? This is donations. This is going to be, I mean, there are foundations that we will apply to for capital grants as well, but it is mostly going to be just through the generous people of Sumner County giving to this cause. Well, you think that they would have some federal assistance for things like this. That the federal would be a great way to spend the money. <laughs> yeah, you want to be careful with what kind of well, you state don't want to control what you're doing. Yeah, yeah gotcha. assistance you go for. Yes. <laughs> um, there's things that we're not going to compromise on. Jesus is one of them. Yes, <laughs> and so <laughs> that might put us out of the eligibility for some of those programs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, those additional 40 apartments, we're actually going to open up to single mothers in the community who aren't necessarily homeless, but okay. they're living in a certain income threshold. And when they come there, they'll be able to live there for 30% of their income and work on either home ownership or a college degree. And we are going to have our own childcare facility in our new expansion. So it's huge and we're super excited and we're finally getting to the place where we're going to be able to narrow down where we're going to be. Okay. So that's really exciting. So we'll go from serving 12 to 15 families and we'll have the capacity of 50 families at that point. Yeah. Wow, I think, well, you've done some homework on this. Yes, yes, we have. We hired Lighthouse Council, which is just an amazing, well, capital campaign group that has come in and helped us do, take all the necessary prep work and complete all the necessary steps to be able to move forward. So we're really excited about that. Now, if somebody wanted to donate, where would they go? They can donate by going on our website, graceplaceministryinc.org. They can donate on that website. They can call us and schedule to bring us a check if they want to come in person, or they can send it in the mail. Our post office box is P.O. Box 1771, Hendersonville, Tennessee, 37077. Easy enough. Yes. Easy as possible. So now you have fundraisers that I guess you do because you have to, you know, let the community know you're out there. Hey, we need help. Yes. What's a... some of the upcoming events you have the upcoming event that i would love to discuss right now because we're trying to make sure that it's a huge success is actually being put on by next gen communications and elite events of music city the location is going to be at bagsby ranch on october 28th from 6 to 10 p.m and it's a they're calling it tech tech vegas casino night oh so for your ticket you come and just have fun gambling but not like with real money i don't think (laughs) (laughs) and uh, it's part of your ticket price and there's open hors d'oeuvres and an open bar think great gatsby kind of okay so we're really excited about that because grace place is the recipient of all the proceeds so well you know and and bart and the crew over there do such a great job with that property and what a great angela are huge huge supporters and friends of the ministry yeah and they help us in ways that are just incredible (laughs) so we love them and we have our annual Christmas party there every year at Bagsby Ranch, and they yeah. take care of all of it. The next gen event uh, coming up, uh, so it's October 28th, yes. 6 to 10, and yes. they can find more information going to the website. Yeah. And on Facebook, you have Facebook presence. Just go to, just type in Grace Place Ministry, yeah. and it'll come right up there. And make, and there's some other ones at Grace Place Church or something like that, but they... They can actually, yeah, if you search Grace Place Ministry, make sure you select the right one. Right. We're a nonprofit, <laughs> okay. and it says that, that serves single mothers yeah. and children who are homeless, but they can actually, for this event, they can specifically search Tech Vegas Casino Night and the 
event will come up in there. Okay. Search right. results. That, that's going to be great. Now, you also have an annual event that you do? Yes, we do. So, Grace Place puts on our board of directors. We put on our Faith, Hope, and Love annual luncheon every year. And it is at Long Hollow Baptist Church. And we start, you know, putting the information out there in uh, roughly around January or February. And we gather table hosts and whatnot to participate in that. Um, It's a complimentary luncheon that people can attend. We just need to know you're coming. And at that luncheon, we just educate the community on what we do. And there's always a precious testimony from one of our mothers who are either about to complete the program or have already completed the program. And they let everybody know how um, transformative their journey through Grace Place has been. So it's really exciting. And then there's an invitation to give at the end of the event. And we trust that the Lord and the Holy Spirit's going to put people's hearts where they need to be. If they're supposed to be part of Grace Place and partnering with us, then they're going to write a check that day. <laughs> That's a good thing. Yes. Well, Pastor Robbie does a great job there as well. I yes. mean, we have some great folks here in the community that really help to support, you know, organizations like this. And it's great that it's out there. Yes. And and good for you guys. Yes. <laughs> to get that extra extra help that you need. Yes. This this past April we had our event at Long Hollow and we had over six hundred and fifty people in attendance. Nice. Um, yeah. So at this point, Long Hall is really the only venue that That's can big. <laughs> that can host our our luncheon, which yeah. is to say that just feels so surreal. It's amazing, Isn't but it? yeah, we, we love to hear that. That well, we had too many people. <laughs> yes, I mean, yeah, it was it was incredible, and we, I mean, the results of that luncheon, like we exceeded our goal. Next step, Bridgestone. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll see. <laughs> well, if uh, Keith and Carrie come and perform, you know, it's just uh, things like that. No big deal. Yeah, exactly. no, really. I'm really trying to get the attention of Taylor Swift. If you don't mind me sharing, here, let me call her right here. <laughs> Taylor, hi. Yeah, <laughs> she's a she's a Hendersonville girl. She is. Yeah, and you know, she she pops into town occasionally. Yes. Nobody knows, but so. And, right. Yeah. <laughs> So, Can't imagine why she would fly under the radar. Yep, exactly. Don't want anybody they going incognito and all that. But mm-hmm. uh, donations are really key. Now, the pandemic yes. had to affect you last year, the year before, because we had to cancel. I mean, most nonprofits were running into that situation, chambers and everything else. We had, mm-hmm. had to cancel some big events that really kind of put a dent into the budget. Yes, it did. And you're you're canceling these events and you're replacing them with virtual events. Yeah. When everybody is staring at a screen all day long just for work. Anyway, yeah. So it's just really, it's really hard. That was a very hard sale <laughs> is to get people to tune into an event that to make an impact really had to be 45 minutes to an hour long. Yeah. To get them to sit through that when they're already having to sit on a computer for so many things all day mm-hmm. long for their own work, for their children, yeah. for their schooling. It was hard. So our annual event raised about half of what it normally does when we had to take it virtual last year. Yeah. But let me just tell you, by the year end, our donors had stepped up and made sure we had every dime we needed Amazing for our operating budget. Yeah. Uh, we did not suffer the way that our funding did not suffer the way that I was kind of braced up for yes, yeah. for that year. People were extremely generous yeah. above and beyond what we could have ever fathomed. So it's just one of the things, you know, you hear Grace Place Ministry and people wonder what it is. Well, now they know. And if, if you know of anybody that needs this information, just send them over to the to the website because it's it's just filled with all the information you can possibly know. And it's graceplaceministriesinc.org. That's O-R-G. 
and you can put that in. Their phone number is uh, 615-881-3976. Is there somebody they should ask for? Oh, we didn't thank your staff. They got some great folks working there. I have amazing staff. And just real quick, it's Grace Place Ministry. It's singular. Singular, that's right. Not ministries. So Miss Donna is the one who will answer the phone. Miss Donna's been with us for several years, and she's taken on different roles. And right now she's working just as an executive assistant, helping us all with whatever we can. As a result of COVID, that's one of the pivots we made. She gets to work remotely. So she will answer the phone. And then we have Megan Sargent is our program director, who just came in a few months ago and is just absolutely doing an incredible job uh, with our moms and with program implementation and so she's the she's the advocate for all of our families and she's the one making all of that happen uh, for the families she works with our collaborations she works with our volunteers so she's doing just a phenomenal job I could not be happier about um, having her on our team and then we have Lisa Martin who is our operations supervisor she's been with us for several years now and she oversees everything operational wise like with our with the home and with the mothers and with the whole transportation program so yeah we have a great staff team shout out to the board chair our board chair is Amanda Foster Amanda and she knows how (laughs) grateful I am for her I tell her as often as I can (laughs) she's been leading the way on the board through some really tough things and then through COVID and now with this huge expansion and us trying to make sure that we um, make sure that we get the best opportunity for how we want to grow and yeah yeah, so huge shout out to Amanda Foster very good Well, folks, you've heard it right here. Grace Place Ministry is uh, doing an incredible job right here in Sumner County and in Hendersonville, to be specific. And uh, Danesh Van Cleve, the founder and director of the, the ministry, is just doing a fabulous job. And I think your vision for the future is amazing. Uh, kudos on that. And you have to keep us informed. Let us know what's going on with that. And uh, we can let everybody know what's going on, especially with your fundraising efforts. So this has been another edition of Sumner County Spotlight. I'm Jeff Shannon. So nice to have you along. Hey. FNM Bank presents Sumner County Spotlights. Since 1906, FNM Bank has been serving Middle Tennessee with first-class products and services. Visit them today at 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville or myfmbank.com. All right, we're back here with more of Sumner County Spotlight. This is Jeff Shannon, and uh, we uh, have a couple of new guests in the studio today, and I want to introduce to you which you've probably heard this name before is Erin Birch, and she is now in charge of the United Way of Sumner County. And we're going to find out a little bit about that. And we also have Michelle Owens. Now, Michelle, where do you hear this story? She's just been involved in everything, and she's on the board of directors here. So we'll, we'll be talking with Michelle as well. So, Erin, let's kick it off. You know, since the last time we've talked, we had a couple changes and things have happening. And so let's uh, fill everybody in. Well, Jeff, thank you again for having us. It's always a joy to talk with you. Yeah. And to be on win. So I have been given the opportunity to lead United Way of Sumner County as our CEO. Congratulations. Um, yes, thank you. Yeah. It, it is a congratulations. And I'm really excited to cast a vision for, for where we can go with our organization. So. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's it's good that you've, you've already been there. So it just makes sense that you know what's going on. So you take it over. And I think it's you know, 21 years you've been working in the nonprofit business. That's a pretty good task. And United Way is such a great organization and so powerful and helping so many great people. I think that, you know, there's just still so much work that has to be done. 
and you're going to lead them towards that. That's right. So our United Way has been here for over 40 years in Sumner County. And it was started in 1977 um, when a group of individuals decided that, yes, Sumner County needed this collective impact model here as well as, you know, we weren't we weren't just part of Nashville. We weren't just off the beaten path of Nashville that we have our own needs and um, we have our our own people who can get behind those needs. And so a group of gentlemen put their heads together and uh, decided to move forward with having our own United Way here in Sumner County. So we are local. If you ever hear me speak, you will hear local and Sumner County come out of my mouth so many times, Jeff, because I want folks to understand that what we're doing is really happening here in our community in Sumner County, and it's staying here in our county. Well, I think a lot of people ask that, you know what I mean? It says, well, I'm going to make a donation. I'm going to offer this service. Is it going to stay here? And so that's good news. Tell everybody a little bit about some of the things that you're involved in, how you help the community. I mean, a lot of people know this, but we'll remind them once more. Yeah, so um, United Way is um, a name that is probably very familiar to most folks. Our logo is very familiar, Mm -hmm. but not everyone understands exactly what United Way does and why we do it. I think one of the best ways to explain our mission is that we are we're pulling together every entity in the community to make sure we're working together. We're we're swimming upstream together, um, if you will, to make a real powerful change. And so it's a, it's a real collective impact model. Yes. Um. So we are out in the community raising funds, and then we are distributing those funds by community people. So community folks like our friend here, Michelle, help decide on where that funding goes, and then that funding stays here in Sumner County. And so I think that that's a real important thing. In addition to fundraising, we are also involved in advocacy mm-hmm. and volunteering. And so those are kind of our, our three main initiatives, if you will. And they fall into our collective impact of making a difference in health, education, and financial stability. And you have a lot of great partners. Oh, we sure do. I mean, it, uh, it's hard to do it without them, you know, how you guys work together. I mean, that, that's the great thing about it. It is. And I mean, it's everyone from you here at the radio letting us talk about the needs in our community mm-hmm. and, and how folks can be involved. It's it's individuals who sit on our board, like Michelle Owens here with us. I, I get to be very excited about this job yeah. because I get to be a little bit of everywhere. Yeah. So some days I'm in the break room speaking to folks at Publix. Um, some days I'm on uh, the manufacturing floor, floor at an ITW. And so no day is ever the same, but we mm-hmm. kind of touch all entities, whether it's yeah. church or local and state government. You know, it's awesome what, what United Way of Summer County is doing. And uh, Michelle, chime in here a little bit. That sure. for, Tell everybody who you are and introduce yourself and... We'll go from there. Yes. Um, I'm Michelle Owens, and I am currently the board secretary for the United Way here in Sumner County. I also sit on the Community Impact Committee and the Finance and Audit Committee. So, But it all started 20 years ago in a workplace campaign was the first exposure I had to the United Way. Mm-hmm. And the following year was the first 
I was invited to sit on an allocation panel where what, we. What is that? An allocation panel <laughs> is where, under, say, for instance, the education panel, all of our partner agencies that fall under that panel come and present to the allocations committee. And then the allocations committee is the one who allocates Case. dollars to, <laughs> to those individual yeah. partner yeah. partner agencies. And I tell you what, that was so eye-opening to see the good work that these agencies do, the way that they collaborate between them, to see who they help and how many people that they're able to touch. Mm -hmm. So as soon as I got there, I was hooked. (laughs) And I have been there ever since. Well, and you have that passion. You know, and I think a lot of people, just like with the foster care system, you have people that have certain passions that they, they're really involved in. And it just makes it so it's really not work. It's a pleasure to do that. And you're seeing the impact that you're, that you're doing. And it just feels good to yes. volunteer. Now, what about volunteer opportunities that you have at United Way here in Sumner County? Tell everybody how they can get involved. Well, we have a lot of opportunities. One thing that folks probably don't understand about how we work with the partner agencies that we do allocate funding to, one of the things that we do is that we advocate on their behalf. And then we also want to make sure that they are, I guess, fully staffed with volunteers, if you will. I know you had the Literacy Council on and the spotlight not too long ago. All of our agencies, we run a tight ship in nonprofit. And so it takes a lot of volunteers to make sure that the goals are met. And so we have 33 partner agencies that we work with um, and all of them need volunteers in different ways. Mm -hmm. And so we work to make sure that we're getting the word out to the community on those needs and those volunteer opportunities so that folks can be involved in in things that matter to them. And so of course, of course, Literacy Council needs volunteers. Many of our agencies, like Children Are People, and right down the street at Hendersonville Samaritan Center, they have a thrift store. And the, you wouldn't believe the amount of things that come in there that need to be sorted. Sure. And so we have a help center in each one of our cities that we help fund. And those are folks, those are agencies that are taking care of basic needs. And so, as you can imagine, everything from food to clothing needs to be sorted. And those things take volunteers to do. Sure. Um, internally, we have um, internships that are available for folks to learn um, the nonprofit world and to be involved in helping us make sure that we're doing the good works at United Way. We also have many different events and special projects that happen through the year that we also need volunteers for. Okay. And you're, you're located just down there at Hunt Club in Gallatin. So if somebody just wanted to stop by, they don't need an appointment, they can come by and say, hey, tell me about how I can help. That's right. Call us anytime or come visit us and we'd be more than happy to sit down and see what fits best for yeah, them. Yeah, that's right. Um, and of course, our website is always up and running and folks <laughs> can look at that. So it's unitedwaysumner.org is the, the website. And if you're sitting there with a pen and paper, you want to write this telephone number down at 615 460 8371. The extension 13 goes to? Um, that's a general. General. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you'll just, you know, if nobody answers because they're probably real busy, mm-hmm. leave a message. Somebody will get right back with you. So you have all of the contact information and there's no excuse. It's all right there in front of you. Now, are there current volunteer opportunities that you need right now? 
Sure. Like a well, we big have, call out. <laughs> I'm so thankful and excited to say that we are going to be hosting some events. <laughs> yes. So excited, <laughs> We're right? We're back. <laughs> um, they are going to be outside. Um, so it is, um, you know, healthy and friendly to be outside right now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so we have on September 25th, right here in Hendersonville at Veterans Park over by Mary's Magical Place. We're going to be doing what we call kind of a kickoff, a a way to unite Sumner together. We're doing our campaign, our fundraising campaign kickoff, and just really a way to bring together the community. You know, United is in our name, Mm -hmm. and we want to be bringing people together, not only to rally around the needs of the community, but really to to get back involved in our community. And so we're going to be doing a movie in the park. And Mary Poppins brings people together. They love to bring people together and unite them. That's right. (laughs) I have to admit, it's my favorite movie, so I might be a little biased. That, well, this is the original um, too, right? It's not yes, one of the remakes. It's the original, yeah. so it's going to um, touch all generations. So yeah, we'd love for folks to come out and enjoy that. It's a free event. We'll have food trucks. We're going to have giveaways. It's sponsored by Primrose of Hendersonville, and it's sponsored by the Sumner County Anti-Drug Coalition. Okay. So there'll be information about that as well. And we'll have lots of information about our different agencies and ways to volunteer. So okay. you can come there to learn how to volunteer. And then, of course, we'll need folks there to help us direct traffic and parking and all those great yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. Is you going to have like a lot of vendors or just so, the, the, the select few that you're... Um, we are not going to have a ton of vendors per se. We will have several food trucks okay. so folks can all enjoy right. the fellowship there. Those will start at 6.30 in the evening. The movie will start at 7.30 and then um, we'll enjoy um, uniting together, right? <laughs> together again outside nice and safe and enjoying a movie together for our, uh, to kick off a season of really helping and giving back yeah, to our absolutely. community. Well, that, that's important and I think people love to get out and know knowing that Michelle will be there singing for everybody's it's going to bring a lot of folks in. So. Well, I may not know all the words like Aaron does, but I'm going to try. <laughs> hey, a duet. Look out. Here, well, there look we go. out, folks. Everybody's going to, you're going to need overflow parking after that. Right. <laughs> so this is going to be on a Saturday. It's September 25th down at Veterans Park there. There's plenty of room out there and what a great facility. Mary's Magical Place is just very magical. And they're doing such a, a great job out there. And the Parks Department is, is awesome, you know, keeping that facility, you know, the way it is. So. Absolutely. Andy and his crew over there, they do a great job with our parks. And, and we're just really glad that they've welcomed us to have this event and understand the need to get together and to talk about those needs in the community and then have some fun so that we can, you know, pool together and, and get some good done in our community yeah. together. Well, and, and I think that's that's very important. When we come back, I want to talk about some of the programs you, that you offer and the things that United Way is doing and, and some of the needs that the community has and how you can help and how they can help you. So we'll be right back with more of Sumner County Spotlight. FNM Bank presents Sumner County Spotlights. Since 1906, FNM Bank has been serving Middle Tennessee with first-class products and services. Visit them today at 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville or myfmbag.com. Well, we're glad you found us here on this Sunday morning at Sumner County Spotlight. Uh, we're going to continue our conversation uh, with Aaron Birch and Michelle Owens. Listen, you know, you have uh, a lot of giving opportunities. There's a thing of workplace uh, giving opportunities. How does that work? Yeah, so we, one of the ways that we raise funds for our community is to go into workplaces. And what we do is we educate them about the needs in our community. 
and then invite them to be a part however they see fit. Um, so that could be through payroll deduction, that could be through a one-time gift, that could be through volunteerism. And so we are in every nook and cranny of Sumner County. And so, you know, whether it's a bank or it's Sumner County Schools, they are one of our largest supporters. Mm-hmm. And reason being because our teachers and our school system know better than anybody probably the needs that are happening in yes. the community. They see it every day. Yeah. And so, um, you know, whether it be a storefront or a chamber or, you know, anything under the sun, we are involved, big and small business individual gifts every bit of us pulling together to make a difference is is how that happens and so what is really appealing to the workplace campaign is that payroll deduction that we allow because you know a dollar what have you a paycheck adds up it sure does it might not hurt as much as writing you know a significant check at the end of the year mm-hmm. Um, and so that's kind of the uniqueness of our campaign is that we, we go into the workplaces and do that. And so once those dollars are pledged and collected, that's when we go through the allocations process. <laughs> Looking over here at our, our board member, our friend here, Michelle Owens, because she's been so heavily involved in that process. And it is also a very unique process. We do accept grants from certified nonprofits that work in the areas um, that we fund, which is health, education, financial stability, and what we call rebuilding lives, which is really folks coming out of crisis. And then we receive those grants, and I'll I'll turn it over to to Ms. Owens here so she can tell you You about what happens next. Fill us in on the allocation process. Well, and really, once the grants are accepted, we have a committee that reviews the grants oh, as, yeah, as yeah. part of the of the process. And they're community members like me that read those grants. Um, we'll each make a site visit to one of the organizations or the nonprofits that's assigned to us, which it was one of the most amazing experiences that I have had is visiting the nonprofits that we're partners with. Mm-hmm. And to see, you know, who they touch in our community. They yeah. do amazing work. You can see it firsthand, like the needs that they have. Yeah. Yes. And, and, and how they're meeting those needs. So we make site visits. And um, then on an allocation day, we hear from each one of the agencies under that panel. They may bring a person or a client of theirs in to, to, for a testimonial. And then it is a very hard day because <laughs> at the end of that day, we allocate the pot of money to each one of those agencies mm-hmm. and you know you want to give <laughs> everything right. to everybody yeah, yeah that, that that would kind of be hard but so they can come rewarding. back they, they, yes. at, at a different time and be in the allocation process once more so and you know and it's very very rewarding yeah. very rewarding now being the united way you're a part of united way national there's certain things that you have to follow from corporate national i guess you call it and then do they help as well as far as funding goes we are completely autonomous to sumner county we are a part of united way worldwide but we have our own 501c3 we are run by a local board here in sumner county so that's why Um, then all the funds go up to washington or someplace it's always right here yeah 
And so it's really important because we hold that United Way name that we adhere to um, the guidelines of the logo and make sure that we are allocating money properly and things like that. But it is very much a local organization. We have a governing board that's made up of all local folks. And then, like Michelle was talking about, when the money is allocated out, it is allocated out to Sumner County programs. So, for instance, Nurses for Newborns is based in Nashville, but they have a Sumner County nurse specifically for here. Second Harvest Food Bank is located in Nashville, but we work with the Sumner County backpack programs because one of the main goals of our United Way is to make sure that we are that we are working alongside of our school system and so we work very closely like I said with our Sumner County schools and one of that is making sure that those kids that need food outside of school have that and so we partner with Second Harvest to do that. Um, so it's very much local. Of course, then we have, I mentioned Hendersonville Samaritan Center. We have Gallatin Cares, Portland Cares, all these places that are, are very much based in Sumner yeah. County and local to um, the cities that they provide services in. And so that's important to us as well. So even though I might be the leader of this organization, I don't have a say of where the funding goes. <laughs> yeah. And part of that is, again, the uniqueness and beauty of yeah. the United Way is that we fully vet the organizations that the funding is going to and why because we so value our donors we want to steward those dollars well Mm -hmm. and so it's not Aaron Birch money it's not United Way of Sumner County money it's the donors money and we want to make sure that that is being stewarded well and it's going to something that they care deeply about Mm -hmm. and so that's why our vetting process with allocations is so strong yeah and the decisions are made by community members right. and so it's neighbor- not just a one person yeah neighbors helping neighbors yeah and, and that's the the power i think you have there is you have a yeah, community helping the community there look there's so many valid and incredible nonprofits oh, here in sumner county and i and i'm learning that you know as we start you know, venturing out and and talking to folks like uh, johnny garrett's 100 club yeah. that i just found out about and i, I mean i've you know it was out there but the fact it was right here we're gonna have him on the show to talk about it because right. i think it's wonderful what he's doing with that but you know you have all of these efforts that people are doing to help people and the one thing you can say 100 percent in middle tennessee when people need help they come together you know, when the tornadoes hit, it was amazing how everybody came together. You know, the chamber, we, we delivered probably six U-Haul truckloads all over Middle Tennessee of supplies that people would donate. So it, they have a heart for it. And the fact that you, you all are like kind of like a head agency that you're helping these other organizations to do what they need to do. That's right. So two things to add to that. One, when we do these workplace campaigns and we... We um, also allocate funding out to the the folks who have written grants to us. The other thing that we do when we go to the workplace campaigns is we allow designations. So if something is important to Jeff, we want to make sure that you can designate your funds to that. If there is one of the impact areas, education, that is important to you, we want to make sure that we can allocate your dollars specifically to our education agencies that we are funding. The other thing I would mention is we know that issues are not isolated. And so if someone has food insecurity, we know that there are other issues wrapped around their challenging times. And so that's where our collective impact model comes to. I'm looking at a list of the agencies that we work with right now, our partner agencies, and how closely all of them work together. Before I was here, I was on a phone call for someone who called and needed help. 
I gave out three different agencies because they needed some free legal advice for some rental issues that they had gotten to. They needed um, some food taken care of, and they needed some support from their school system. So they were going to be connected with STARS, which we have a STARS counselor in our schools because of your United Way of Sumner County. And so that every day when I get to answer those phone calls or someone in our staff gets to answer those phone calls, or Michelle, or one of our board members is out and about talking about United Way. All of these agencies are amazing, but they're not doing the work by themselves. They rely so heavily on each other, and that's the beauty of United Way coming together to help with that network, that linkage. Sure, and some of these nonprofits, they don't have huge staffs to work with. I mean, so you you have to rely on volunteers. I mean, that's the the heart, I guess, of uh, of four nonprofits, and you need the help of the community. So the fact that you all have this resource for them it is, feels good to them to know, hey, hey I don't know where, where we need to go. Can you can you help us here? What is the Meet Alice? I have this up on the website, and it, it looks very interesting to Meet Alice. <laughs> well, um, Alice is actually an acronym. Um, so we partnered through a grant with other United Ways in Tennessee to do a hardship study. And so part of what your United Way does is real needs assessments so that we know at a very true level of what the needs are in the community and then how we need to rally around them as a community. And so part of that was finding out really at a true level what hardship looks like in Sumner County. So if you think about the federal poverty level, that is the same in Hendersonville as it is in Los Angeles. It's a federal poverty level. So here in Sumner County, before COVID, we were at 9%. In our beloved Sumner County, we were at 9% poverty level. Okay, so they're they're receiving federal funds. Our hardship study looks at what it takes to have a household run, bare bones household Mm -hmm. run, Mm -hmm. in Sumner County. And we're talking every, we have statistics for every zip code in Sumner County. So I'll just tell you, before COVID, we had 33% Alice. Now, what does Alice stand for? Asset limited income constrained, employed. That's a mouthful. (laughs) But what we're really talking about is those folks that are working, they're working two and three jobs. They're struggling to find affordable housing. They're struggling to find affordable daycare. They're struggling to put food on the table because they are just above that poverty level. 33%. Crazy. And with all the price increases on everything from housing, food, I mean, everything's just gone through the roof. Yeah. Uh, Just you're exactly creates right. more of a hardship on them. You know, so we're we're looking at that number, and, and we haven't got our new study back, and we won't until next year. But before COVID, that's 42% at or below poverty level in Sumner County. <laughs> that's right. But, in the United States, it shouldn't be that way. Yeah. But to yeah. circle back to what you said earlier, this is an amazing place to be because we're able to meet some of those needs by coming together as a community. That's right. And you're doing a great job on it, that's for sure. So, Michelle, what, what do you want to add to this conversation? I, I see your well, thinking. It, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and this I found very eye-opening, yes. and I use this when I talk to folks about budgeting even it, because it is it is folks that are working, that are working two and three jobs, they're living paycheck to paycheck. If they have to replace their tires on their car, it's a crisis. You know, they are that fragile Mm -hmm. in a financial situation. 
show i i found that when i read through this and how it got so granular to the zip code to the city to where we could see where the the issues are um and it helps with maybe not so much blinders it's not just nine percent of us that are below the poverty level and that makes it sound like oh it's not it's very minor there's just a few but that's not the case when you look at what it truly costs to pay rent pay utilities yes. you know buy food for a family of four it's the much larger number and it's very eye-opening yes it is i think people just need to know that these resources are available to them they're not alone you're there for them it just takes a phone call go to the website go to the facebook page you can find you pretty easy to, to just type in United Way Summer County. You're going you're gonna to pop up and you have that information for him. And uh, so give the phone number out one more time how people can call in. Sure. So we are at 615-461-8371. We're on all the socials, United Way Sumner. We have our website, unitedwaysumner.org. And one other thing I'd love just to mention to listen, yeah. listeners is 211. This is your local community service hotline. Okay. This is a 24-7 live person answer the phone, whether you dial 211. You can also call directly at 615-279-1410. You can text your zip code. Um, and so all of these, this this is just, uh, you hear me say this over and over again, because not a lot of people know about 211. Yeah. I, yeah. And it is a great resource. So whether you need to pay for rent because you have come on hard times or you have a family member who has been recently diagnosed with Alzheimer's or you need a backpack for your child, it doesn't matter what it is. They're going to have a multitude of resources. Wow, that's amazing. And so that is that is also funded by your local United Way here. 211. It's that easy. Dial that. Somebody's going to talk to you. Yeah. Exactly. That doesn't mean that you can't call us at our office. Yeah. We take calls as well. Um, but I'm not a caseworker. Yeah. I'm not a social worker. Yeah. <laughs> um, however, we do have the resources that we yeah. can give out to folks. But 211 is a great thing. And the other thing about 211 I have found so wonderful to share with people is we are in a great community and there are people who want to be able to help, but they don't know how. Yeah. So if they see someone outside of the grocery store who has a need, they're not sure what to do, or they have a family member and they're not sure what to do. Everyone can feel empowered by saying, hey, I've got a helpline for you. Let's call 211 and see what yeah. resources they can give you for that. It that It's easy as that. Easy as that. And that's even easier than going to the website. 211, get the information and you'll guide them from there. So, exactly. well, I got to say another great show. I mean, United Way of Summer County is doing doing it, yeah. and you're doing a great job. So keep it up, and we appreciate Michelle Owens coming in here, Aaron Birch with United Way here of Sumner County. That's going to wrap it up for another Sumner County Spotlight. This is Jeff Shannon. We'll see you next time. So long. Sumner County Spotlight on 100.7 WHIN 1010 AM has been brought to you exclusively by F&M Bank, 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville. Whether you need personal banking, banking for your business, a home mortgage, or considering refinancing your home, F&M Bank will provide you with excellent service right here in Sumner County. Visit them today at myfmbank.com. Sumner County Spotlight will return next Sunday morning at 10 AM. Thanks for listening.